Welcome to Dating in Dubai, an expat expose on what dating really looks like for singles in the Middle East, hosted by your dating guru, me, Christiana Matchin. Hello and welcome back to the Dating in Dubai podcast with your hostess, Christiana Maction, and I have an amazing guest with us today. Guest, you're going to introduce yourself. I need your name, age, number of years in Dubai, your nationality, then we'll stop there, then I'll ask you the okay. other two. <laughs> My name's Alicia. Um, I'm 32. I've been in Dubai now for 12 years and um, I'm a flight attendant. A flight attendant. And mm -hmm. your nationality, where are you from? Oh, Australia. Australia, yeah. but you said you're Australian-American? Yeah, I was or? born in the States. My dad's American. Okay. We left when I was like five, but I grew up in Australia, and I came to UAE like 21, so. Okay. Yeah. And then your current relationship status? Yeah, I'm with someone. You're with somebody, mm. and this is what we're going to talk about today, because Alicia, you have not only found love once here you found love twice yes <laughs> <laughs> so it is possible for those of y'all who think that you cannot in dating in dubai um do you want to talk about the current or previous one first probably start with the previous and then we get to the good yes <laughs> yeah we'll start off previous and work our way up so tell us about your other relationship that you've had here uh so pretty much uh, i was engaged mm -hmm. i was with a guy for about four and a half years did you guys meet here? Yes, we met here. In the, we lived in the same building, actually. Okay. And then we met at the bar downstairs, and then we just started talking. And mm -hmm. I wasn't really interested at the beginning, but then, you know, things <laughs> happened. <laughs> and, and then he grew on you? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. With uh, a lot of persistence, you know. Knocking the on my door, bringing me gifts, being lovely to me. So I turned my my energy around yeah and you were like well you know he's not that bad yeah, he's bringing me like, gifts every day yeah, I'm like he's making so much of an effort and i feel yes. that a lot of the time here people don't make that much effort so when somebody really goes out of their way you look at them differently you know i i totally agree and in my previous episode um i had had another girl on and she was talking about the effort that men put in here but really saying that if you're going out with somebody she really looks at the care and the consideration that the other person not only puts in like let's say gifts but in dates what kind of care and consideration are they putting in dates what kind of persistence do they have what kind of effort are they putting in so this guy won you over yeah i think <laughs> because i'd been here for years before that and a bit jaded from the tinder dating scene i was just ignoring him but then eventually with the, a lot of persistence you kind of put that wall down mm -hmm. and you think okay i'm gonna let this person in you know so mm -hmm. yeah i mean we got engaged pretty quickly everything was good we traveled a lot um he's actually a nice person but uh there was a lot of red flags that i didn't really pay attention to because mm -hmm. uh, not having family here and also traveling a lot for my job it's um it's nice to have that security blanket you know what i mean it, mm -hmm. it felt nice to come home to someone someone to be there you know and i kind of ignored a lot of other things so so then do you think that you traveling a lot as a flight attendant maybe you didn't see those things those red flags because you weren't 100 percent immersed in it or i think also because it's i'm not flying for emirates um my boss he has a private jet so yes, I forgot about we're this, away yes. for mm -hmm. like weeks at a time you know, mm -hmm. so it's not like I do a two day trip and I come back. I'm literally yes. away for three, four weeks at a time, you know, so mm -hmm. you have to be with someone who can you can trust and understands that, you know, which okay. is good. Like you don't want to be next to someone all the time, Never. but also like <laughs> having too much distance can be a problem also. So it's kind of hard to balance that, you know. 
So then in the beginning, this guy you were with, mm-hmm. your fiancé, uh, previous fiancé, so he he was okay with the travel. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. I mean, everything was fine between us and I liked that distance, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't, I'm just a person, I don't want to be next to someone every single day, you know. Yeah. But I mean, towards the end, I think especially with COVID, I mean... We were so used to having time like away from each other, like three weeks at a time, two weeks at a time. Then we were kind of stuck in this apartment for mm. 24 hours a day. And then the realness starts oh, to yeah. rise. Yeah, like all of the issues that you kind of ignore, they mm-hmm. come to the surface, you know. So, um, Do you want to share any of the red flags you think that you ignored? I think it was also, um, for me... He constantly wanted to, I mean, I was going out drinking as well. So I'm not just Mm -hmm. sitting here like I'm an angel, but it was just like all the time, you know, and it was, he was inviting me, but I just felt like it was too much. You know, Mm -hmm. I just felt like I was kind of wrapped up in a situation I couldn't get out of and um, lack of communication, really. I mean, emotionally, I couldn't, he would never apologize for things. And also um, he paid for the bills and the house. And then when we'd have fights, he'd be like, well, this is my house you know, uh, and rub it in that. my face. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Like I've offered to pay for bills. I'm happy to go 50, 50 because you know, I'd pay for all, our, all of our holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy to contribute into a relationship, you know, but I think at the end when I did, wasn't paying that rent, it always was over my head. Like you're in my house. Well, you, you know what that is though. Like, and so then did he refuse you paying? Yeah. Okay. So then the reason why he did this and maybe he didn't even know that he was doing this, but like subconsciously, he needed something above you, like something to control above you that he was like, okay, this is going to be my go-to ticket when anything happens. Oh, well, this is my house. He needed something. Of course. It's like a control thing, you you know, completely a control thing. And, um, we just, and he's not a bad person again, but Mm -hmm. we just went good for each other at the end. You know what I mean? I just feel like there was just so much left unsaid, Mm -hmm. you know? And then, um, I, you know, when you can smell something's off, like something's yeah. happening behind the scenes, but you don't exactly know and you don't really want to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in Beirut and I had COVID. So oh. I was there for two weeks in a hotel room waiting to recover. I came back to UAE. Um, I invited one of my girlfriends to stay over because she'd been drinking. We'd all been out. I made her up the spare room. You know, we... Um, I have chills. You're getting me nervous. Yeah, no. <laughs> We were having a good night. There was a big group of us, but at the end it was us three. And I said, listen, you can stay over. I made the bed up for her, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what it was, but it was like five, six o'clock in the morning. I couldn't sleep. And I I woke up and he wasn't next to me. And I went into the kitchen and I caught them together, you know, in my house. Oh, Oh, wait, no, his house. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Exactly. His house. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. sorry. No, it's true. Trigger. Triggering. Triggering. (laughs) But yeah, um, it was just like. If you don't want to be with someone, just talk to me about it and tell me. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like... What a betrayal. Yeah, it was a complete betrayal, especially... On both people's part. Yeah, of course. My friend, I've known for... Not my best friend, but I've mm-hmm. known her for three years. I invited her to my house. I always invite her out with us, you know. Mm-hmm. And also him, I'm engaged to him. I'm expecting, you know, for us to be married. And those excuses even to get married, there was a lot of excuses, you know. I see. So then this happened. Yeah. You catch them. What happens next? I left. The, the next day the three days later okay i mean i literally just um found another apartment mm-hmm. good I mean, for you and it, it i couldn't do in dubai it. you could you could get an apartment the next day yeah that's how sure. it works here <laughs> for sure i mean um i had to leave because i just couldn't deal with it any longer you know 
I mean, I went to the house, I put everything in plastic bags and Mm -hmm. he's messaging me. Did you take the water? Did you take something from my fridge? Did you take the toilet paper? It was too much. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. So after, you know, you you know what? You you left your dignity at the door too. Okay. Bye. Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Uh So it was just like a big slap in the face. And then, you know, when everything ends, more lies come out, you know? So, I mean, (sighs) you know, I mean, it was just so many lies that just all caught up you know and i mean even regarding i gave the ring back Mm -hmm. because i thought even though he did this to me i'm still gonna give the ring back Mm because i just thought it was kind of the right thing to do just to leave it i have dogs with him and also um i have two french bulldogs yeah but i can't see them anymore because i can't deal with him as a person you know what i mean and and also your lifestyle with leaving for two three weeks at a time it wouldn't make sense i I can't keep them at the house because it's not possible i'm on standby if i need to fly then Mm -hmm. you know he knew that he'd have to keep them you know okay but yeah anyway with the he bought me like a rolex an ap watch and he'd always tell me no 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 i'm gonna help you sell them you know because he i think he still wanted me there like he still wanted to keep me around in yeah, some weird way you know mm-hmm. and then at the end i was like you know he keeps telling me this has been two months now i'm just gonna go to the gold souk mm-hmm. um with my lebanese friend you know and i was just like i need someone who speaks arabic like to help me because yeah you know, so, so you don't get gypped exactly yeah, that you just get full value for what you have yeah because i was like okay at least i can start over you know financially it was bad because of covid and also because of this situation you know oh because you're not flying yeah i'm not mm-hmm. flying and i mean i'm so blessed that my boss still kept me hired but mm-hmm. it's been pretty hard you know yeah and um i took it to the souk and it's fake you know <laughs> so that was nice to find out the icing on the cake you know yeah so, you're like oh my gosh so many blessings in my life i love you so much yeah exactly <laughs> Anyway, I think it's a good thing. I think God showed me what I needed to be showed, you know? At least I didn't have kids. At least we didn't get married, you know? Correct. So it's actually a blessing in disguise. It is. And I always tell people, um, clients, friends, anybody, I say, what's meant for you will not miss you. So you might be in a situation like maybe, oh, you really wanted this job. You really wanted to get into this program. Mm. But there are roadblocks or like rejections there or you're not with somebody that you thought you're going to spend the rest of your life with of course it's always god protecting you a rejection is his protection and that's what you need to think about and it's hard in the moment but i'm Mm. sure you see it now oh yeah after like it's been a year now so Mm -hmm. there's no resentment it's just like i'm so happy i'm away from that you know at the time Mm -hmm. it's like the worst thing that could ever happen yes and i think like suggestions to girls that are engaged or living with someone I mean, I was with him for four and a half years and it didn't happen. Like the wedding mm-hmm. and it, yes, it's going to happen. Yes, it's going to happen. Constantly telling me and it never did. And I just feel like if it's going to happen, mm-hmm. you don't need to keep asking questions. It's going to happen organically. Do you know what I mean? It just, yes. it wasn't meant to happen, you know? True. And so then why do you think he kept postponing the marriage? Did, did that ever come out or did you ever figure it out? I think he just liked to tell me what I wanted to hear to kind of keep me there. Because he, mm. he just wanted me there, but not to that degree. You know what I Interesting. mean? Interesting. And it was just small things to shut me up, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I just feel like at the end, um, when that situation occurred, there's no going back from that, you know? Um, yeah. Like, I'm happy to contribute. I did a lot, you know, with our holidays, with everything. But mm-hmm. then just to be out on, just to be out of the house and have nothing, you just really evaluate your situation and go, what was I thinking? What am I doing? You but know? you know what? It made you stronger. Yeah, for sure. It made you stronger and probably like building yourself up. Not only did you build yourself up financially, but mm. also, right, emotionally, you made yourself a stronger person. And probably, I mean, you can answer this or not. Like mm. you were like, 
okay, I'm going to make myself whole before meeting somebody of else. Of course, yeah. Not go into a situation just looking mm-hmm. for um, comfort and, um, yes. oh, you know, I need someone there. No, it's mm-hmm. better to have your own stuff together, you know what I mean, than do what I did. <laughs> <laughs> but learn lesson. And then how how long were you single and now you're with somebody else? So tell us. Yeah, I was single for like uh, eight months. I was dating Tinder. I went on dates with girls, guys. I mean, I was just oh, like, yeah, you know, all around. Love it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> trying everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tinder can be a bit of hard work. You know how it is. Sometimes. It's hard work, man. <laughs> I, I call it the Tinder machine because if one doesn't work out, there's another one lined up. Run through them all. <laughs> yeah, there's some weird requests and messages you get on there. But I mean, yeah, I went yeah. on some nice dates, but um, I met someone I really connected with. So I'm, I'm really happy, actually. Through Tinder? Yeah, through you Tinder. You see, you could find love yeah. in Dubai. I was so really surprised, ways. to be honest with you, because I was like not expecting it at all. You know, when you're just like, I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to see mm-hmm. what happens. And then you actually meet someone you connect with. You're like, oh, okay, let's see, you know. And and you know what I have found, like before when I was on dating apps, is that guys are terrible at taking pictures of themselves. It's so bad. And then, and then you meet them in person and you're like, oh my gosh, you're so ugly on the app, but you're actually really good looking in life. <laughs> For sure. And it's like, who, who told you to choose these photos? They need to come but, to you. Yeah, they, they need, need to, to come to you. To you. And you've got the whole guide of everything. <laughs> I hate the fish, you know, oh, the dead yeah, fish and the the, dead fish. or the watch in the car. It's like, dude, it's not going to do it. Or the know? mirror selfie. Yeah, it's not <laughs> half naked. No, no. Wait, no, half naked, but then in the background it's a dirty room. Exactly. <laughs> in the yeah. mirror, it's you're not, like, it's... fold your laundry, put it away <laughs> before you take a shirtless photo. <laughs> it's funny. So t- t- tell us more about him. So you went on a date, first date. How did it then progress? Yeah, we went on a few dates and, um, you know, it's just nice to be with someone I can actually open up to and who is like emotionally open and takes responsibility for their actions, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just refreshing to be with someone who supports you, loves you and actually treats you like you're meant to, you know, it's it's really surprising, you know, I'm I'm really surprised and I'm blessed. No, and and that's amazing because what I I find is that um, people tend to settle for things that they don't deserve of course yeah and i I think especially here to be honest with you because mm -hmm. people are away from their families people feel lonely it's all work 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 and you know even friendships people come and go here you know and Mm -hmm. i i know that completely from being here for so many years so i find that a lot of the relationships here they it's really quick they they are quick and i think that um you also make make a lot of or sorry, form a lot of relationships quickly, whether that's friendship, business, or or romantic, because Mm. you are searching for that comfort in being in a country that you don't, or most of us don't have our family here. Of course, yeah. And and, and you make those quick decisions, but then you also find out, especially like in friendships and romantic relationships, Mm. right? Don't they start really heavy and then just fizzle out quite quickly? And then it's just like, okay, you know what I mean? Let's. And that's why I, I kind of took it from my previous relationship just take it slow just see mm-hmm. how things go because it's just like pandora's box you know everybody's lovely the first few <laughs> dates but then you need to see how they are you know definitely and then you two are living together yeah okay so when did you guys move in who asked who where are you living well um i i moved from jbr because i was there for many many years i, I needed to get out of that building because the energy I mean, I was, when I left my ex's apartment, I actually moved into a different apartment, but in the same building. Oh, okay. So seeing the dogs and it was too much, you know what I mean? So I, I moved bet. to Jebel Alley, you know, mm-hmm. and it's still close to JBR, so I could still do what I needed to do. But um, I was, um, after about five months, we moved in together and mm-hmm. it was more because 
you know, with my job, with everything, me being away for so many weeks at a time, he was like, just move in and let's see how things go. Cause mm -hmm. everything's been going really good, you know? So I'm willing to take that leap of faith, even though it's scary. And I'm just like, okay, I'm kind of a hopeless romantic. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to try, you know? But, but you know what? Um, I, I have one of my friends on, on the podcast, a guy and he, he's divorced. And he said, like, as part of his advice to do by singles, he's like, just go 100% in. He's like, you're going to find out mm. whether or not this is going to be the relationship for you when you're giving 100%. Exactly. And I just feel like, you know what? Um, I don't have any negativity around the situation. Mm -hmm. If something does happen, listen, I pulled myself out of a complete show the beginning yes. of the year and I can do it again. And I, But I don't think that's ever that's going to happen. But I just feel like it was the right thing to do at the time. But you know what, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I mm. think that also because you were in that situation and you built yourself up, it's not scary to you that if this doesn't work out, you're like, okay, I could do it again. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for me, it's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, I've, I've dealt with a yeah. lot. You're like, I'm okay, I think I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, let's give it a go. Now, the other day on, on my stories, mm. I or gosh, literally yesterday, I asked a question. I was like, what do you do with all of the jewelry bags or shoes that your ex has given you? And this is from what you were just saying with your previous relationship. Mm -hmm. I know you said that you gave back the ring. Mm -hmm. In hindsight, what, what would you have done? <laughs> well, I mean, I probably would have kept the ring because it was the only real piece of jewelry and it would have helped me out a lot financially at the time. <laughs> but, you know, culturally, like in Australia, I mean, I don't, you know, yeah. you just mm -hmm. you give it back. So I was trying to be like leaving on good terms, you know. Mm. But um, when I moved out of my old apartment to his, literally there's so many things that me and him accumulated together that was in mm -hmm. my new apartment and I just got rid of everything I mean I gave it to okay. the mover I was just like T -t 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 everything because I just want like new sheets new everything because mm -hmm. it's just like a rebirth for me I don't want anything around me yeah because it kind of has like that sour energy on it for sure I mean all the jewelry it's just like yeah mm -hmm. I, I have a girlfriend that she actually went to a, a healer mm -hmm. and uh, because she had really nice jewelry from one of her exes yeah and she was like, I don't want to give it away. She was like, yeah. I don't want to sell it. She's like, I love this jewelry. But the healer actually told her to put it in like some kind of tray. I, I forget the kind of tray, stone, mm. whatever. And then to leave all the jewelry in the sun. Oh, next, okay. next to, I forget which stone. I don't want to quote it wrong, so I won't even say which mm. stone it is. But then it having like a sun bath will clear it of any energy. I did have some other jewelry besides from the fake watches, <laughs> but I, I mean, I haven't gotten rid of that, but I'm mm -hmm. planning to, um, I don't know, maybe do what you just said. Yeah, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't worn it, you know, but mm -hmm. uh, just wanted a complete new life really, you know. So for me, I, I keep it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But like for me, I feel like I don't have any real emotional attachments to objects. And if you yeah. didn't like complete, like no one's really completely like f me except maybe one guy but i mean i always thank him now because he's the one that brought me to the uae mm. so you got to be thankful and i remember grateful. your first episode the yes. story i listened to that i know i mean could you imagine being broken up with your mom or dad it's crazy <laughs> I, I i really love that first episode you're explaining that go listen to it it's funny <laughs> it's really good anyway so then you guys met on tinder mm -hmm. who initiated like the first date and like were there any i guess green flags that you would like to share with the people that are listening that you were like okay this is a good guy uh more the fact that he was very open and very mm -hmm. honest about his situation um he has a son back at home mm -hmm. i mean I mean, I really have never dated anyone with kids, you know, but I was just like, you know what, at least he's being completely honest, you know, and mm -hmm. um, I just felt like positive energy from him and someone being genuine. 
considering from before I felt it was very closed and I had to kind of dig for everything and I was had mm-hmm. to find things out and make assumptions on my own, you know, and I don't want to do that. I just want you to be clear with me because that's the person that I am, you know, so. No, that that's lovely because I think that also, so how old were you when you were with your previous partner? I mean, I'm 32 now. Um, I mean, yeah, 26 to, and, to yeah. 30, 31. So I also think like that being younger, right? Mm. And like when you enter a relationship, a serious relationship like that, Mm. and maybe not having as many experiences, being in a serious relationship, like I'm thinking about myself personally. He was 10 years older than me as well. So, you know, And when they're older as well is that you think, oh no, this is the way it's supposed to be or this is the way it is. Oh, he's not supposed to share his emotions with me. I'm supposed to figure out the way that he's thinking. I'm supposed to do Mm. this. Okay, this is what a relationship is. But then once you're out of it and then you do enter in a relationship with somebody who is emotionally available and ready to be with you, you're like, oh, everything Mm. I thought previously, that wasn't a healthy relationship. Yeah, and I think also at the age that I was being very insecure, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, people pleasing a lot, you know, it was always about him, what to do to make yes. him happy, him happy. And I think now at my age now, I've learned a lot and I'm just like, no, it's about me also and what makes me happy. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time I don't, I can't put all the blame onto him because it was me growing up and realizing things as well, you know? 1000%. And, and I always say this about a breakup, right? I recently put uh, on my Instagram about like a red flag. If I go on a date and a guy is talking about his ex mm. and he's like, oh, my, my, my ex was crazy. I'm like, yeah, oh, you're like, what did okay. you do? Yeah. What, like, did, what you did you do? You do? Yeah. Because also I think like just being <laughs> a regular human or someone who's like elevated mm. actually knows that it always takes two to tango. Of course it does. And it's not mm-hmm. all that person's fault or my fault. You know, mm-hmm. it always Never. You, you always contribute to the problem, you know? Correct. And it's just about are you a reflective enough person to realize maybe the flaws that you had in it and then change the way mm. that you approach the next situation. Not just fix the previous one, but approach the next situation. Yeah, and I think also even before, I mean, for many years I wasn't satisfied in mm-hmm. particular area and I never voiced that because it was just like no you have to make him happy you have to make him happy and one thousand percent I like lost myself I was like what am I even doing here like, mm-hmm. you know and it's not his fault because I never said anything so mm-hmm. it's a lot of the time you have to just grow into yourself and be like just get what you want you know it's not all about them you know yeah definitely and and I always bring this up I always say that one plus one equals two Mm. like i really despise when people say oh my other half my better half i'm like you're not half a person yeah, exactly <laughs> you are a whole person and you can't have a healthy relationship without you being whole and your partner being whole mm. because one plus one equals two of course yeah. you need to add value to one another's life yeah you can't just be taking you know and mm-hmm. yeah and expecting somebody to fill a void you need to be able to fill your Correct. own void Correct, and i i, I like that because that gives me a visual, right? You mm. can't expect someone else to do it. You have to do it for yourself. For sure. Happiness, everything, it all boils mm-hmm. down to you, you know? It's it's all down to you. Definitely. So before we sign off, do you have any advice for Dubai singles out there? Just be yourself and <laughs> <laughs> just take what's yours, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Just think about yourself, number one. So, Alicia, you have proven that you can find love in Dubai. Yes. So, for all of you out there, and you just found it recently. Recently, off Tinder, so very surprising. Yes. yes. So, everyone who has a negative view on it, it is possible. And if you want some help, DM me on Instagram at christiana.maction. Do you want to share your socials or you want to leave it? Um, I, I'm not very big on social Okay, good. So, then we will share the <laughs> social. But anyway, thank you so much, Alicia, for coming on the pod. We're going to hang out because your boyfriend is a fan Notre of the Dame. university yes, I went he's to. he's obsessed. <laughs> like, obsessed, obsessed. So he's, he, I told him he wants to meet you. So. Go Irish. Good. We're going to meet. <laughs> anyway, signing off. See you next Tuesday for your dose of dating in Dubai. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Dating in Dubai podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform you're listening on. Follow me on all social platforms, including YouTube, at christiana.maction. For dating solutions such as dating profile makeovers, date coaching, and much more, see me at services.christianamaction.com. And we will see you next Tuesday for your dose of dating in Dubai.